Good morning and welcome back to Strength and Struggle Podcast. This is your host, Janelle Petrosino, and I want to apologize in advance. I am stuck at home in the middle of a quarantine, if you are listening to this recording and not listening to it live, um, in the middle of this pandemic that we're going through, coronavirus. And I have three kids here and I am sitting outside, only quiet place there seems to be right now, um, and there's all the different sounds of the outdoor world in the background of this podcast. So if you hear the guy down the street mowing the lawn, I apologize, but I thought it would be much better than being, you know, interrupted by screaming and craziness. So this is life right now, just rolling with it. Today, I am looking forward to talking to you all about some of my top recommendations if you are struggling with your health and fitness goals. And for those of you that know me personally, you know that this is my passion. I am a personal trainer and health coach, and I absolutely love talking to people and helping people work through their struggles and to achieve their health and fitness goals. So I thought this would be a really perfect time to talk about this topic because of everything going on right now. A lot of people are experiencing feelings of anxiety or depression, which could lead to a negative outcome with your health and fitness goals. Obviously, if you're not motivated or you're feeling down in the dumps and you're not really doing the things that you know are going to help you reach your goals, then that can become a problem. I know a lot of people are kind of just surviving right now, not knowing what's going on with their job, having a hard time getting unemployment, just being worried about family members being sick, you know, whatever it may be. Um, And then also the whole idea of social isolation and just not being able to go out into the world and be social and not being able to like go out and walk around the mall or go to the fair or do things that, you know, keep us active and keep us happy. So it's a really important time to talk about this. But even if you're listening to this, you know, and it's 2021 or 2022 and the pandemic has hopefully passed by then, um, you could still apply these recommendations to any struggle that you're having in regard to your health and fitness journey. But for those of you that don't know the basics when it comes to, you know, getting results, it's important to know that it's a combination of things. You have to take care of yourself, but first you have to have a positive mindset. If you are somebody that's embarking on a health and fitness journey and you have a negative Nelly attitude about it and you have this mindset that you're not ever going to reach your goals or you're never going to get results, then you're, then you're right. Whatever you tell yourself, you're going to believe. So you have to, when you make the decision that you want to embark on a journey and you want to get results, you must first and foremost decide that you're going to be nice to yourself, number one, because the process isn't going going to be easy and it's not going to be something that happens overnight. And number two, you have to be in the mindset that you are being positive, that you are hopeful for your results to be achieved. That's first and foremost, the most important uh, step for getting started. Secondly, it's important to make sure that you set yourself up for something that's realistic and maintainable. Um, So we're going to get back into that a little bit more throughout the call, but I hope that you all know that, you know, a lot of it is a combination of exercise, nutrition, sleep, and negative self-talk, eliminating that. All of those things really are important when it comes to your journey and getting results long-term. So you want to make sure that you're willing and able to provide yourself the space and grace to commit to the different steps that are required. Um, So, everybody's a little bit different too. So you have to take that into account. You can't waste your time playing the comparison game. I've talked about this a couple of times before, looking at your friend, looking at your neighbor and seeing that they're getting results by, you know, just 
drinking coffee all day or, you know, working out for six hours, you know, that might not be you. That might not be, that is not your story. So you really have to focus, put your head down and get to work and not worry about what everybody else is doing and understand that your journey is individual to you. So first, first recommendation is having a clear cut goal. Okay. So if you are striving to get into shape or to lose weight, but you don't exactly have a goal in mind, you're basically shooting in thin air. You're winging it. And anytime you wing something, there is not, uh, there's no promise of getting results. You might just be winging it and trying to figure it out as you go. You might find yourself really frustrated if you don't even know what you're striving for. Also, in the moment when you're about to make a decision that can make or break your goal, you're going to want to know what that goal is because that goal has the potential to keep yourself in line. So for example, if you know that you want to lose weight, that's not a clear-cut goal. That's an overall goal and that's really great that you know that about yourself, but having a clear-cut goal is having Um, you know, maybe a short-term goal that is measurable, something that is measurable so that you know two weeks, two months from now that you're on the right track and you're getting closer to achieving that goal or that maybe you already did achieve that goal and you're ready to set a new one. So you want to make sure that the goal is clear-cut in the sense that you know exactly what it is and is measurable. So for an example, you want to feel better in a specific pair of pants Or you want to feel a certain way when you get out of bed in the morning or when you're running after your kids. Um, That's measurable because you can write down today exactly how you feel when you do those things or when you put those pants on. And then two months from now, you can take a second and write down how you feel and you can compare. That's measurable. When it comes to weight loss, you might want to put a number on your goal, um, not to pressure yourself or to make yourself feel like all that matters is that number. I highly recommend not stepping on the scale daily. Um, I would never recommend that to anyone because the scale is not going to consistently drop daily for anybody ever, especially for women because hormones play a role and so many other things. But putting a number on your goal so that it's measurable, not to say, oh, I want to lose, you know, 20 pounds overnight. Obviously, that's not realistic. But if you were to say, I want to lose 20 pounds and then maybe saying I want to try to lose 20 pounds in five months you know something that's actually measurable that you know when you're sitting down to you know skip your workout or get off track with your nutrition that you can ask yourself well you know do I want this more than what I want most and we'll get back to that concept in a little bit so just making sure that you have a goal is my first recommendation Number two, understanding and committing to the idea of getting uncomfortable. I cannot tell you how many clients I talk to that before they even try doing something, they tell me that they can't. So for example, I have literally a handful of clients that I remember specific instances where I'm like, okay, we're going to do burpees today. And they're like, nah, I can't do a burpee. Nice try, but let's do something else. And I'll say to them, no, we're literally doing a burpee. I don't care if you even have to modify it. Like, you're going to do it. And so many people uh, uh, will, like, look at me like I'm crazy, and then I'll show them how to do a burpee, and then they do five. And I'm like, wait a second. I thought that you couldn't do a burpee. And they were like, well, I really didn't think I could. And then I sat back, and I'm like, well, can you imagine what would this journey look like if every single time that you thought you didn't, you weren't able to do something and you weren't even willing to try it? how much further behind you'd be 
away from your goal than if you were to actually try and maybe surprise yourself probably 50 or more percent of the time. And some of them even like started crying after because they didn't even believe in themselves enough to try. And then when they actually did try, they were so pleased with the result. And, you know, there were just as many people that weren't pleased with the result. Maybe someone tried and they weren't able to do it. But in that case, I would recommend them, you know, keep doing it because a week from now, it's going to be easier. And then two months from now, it's going to be a piece of cake. Um, So being willing to get uncomfortable because nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you're not willing to do something uncomfortable, especially when it comes to a workout or your nutrition, then you're very unlikely to be changing anything in your life. And if you're not changing anything, then how can you get results? So it's so important that you not only get out of your your comfort zone, but you also understand that as you continue to get uncomfortable, that thing that is uncomfortable will become comfortable like anything else. If you think back to when you were a child and you first started walking, it seemed like the craziest, scariest thing in the world. And it took you a lot of tries and you fell down several times and then got back up and kept trying. And now you walk every day and you probably take it for granted. You don't even think about the fact that it was so hard to learn, but now it's just seemingly easy and a part of your day. Same thing with riding a bike. Even if you don't ride a bike for the entire winter, but you hop on the bike the the first beautiful spring day and you just remember all of a sudden how to ride a bike. But you remember as a kid, it took you literally like 17 scraped knees to even learn how to do it. You had to get outside your comfort zone, but then it eventually became something that's comfortable. Um, This is a great time for me to chime in about one of my own personal issues is emotional eating. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this in my next recommendation. But for example, I used to literally look at like food as a comfort. And I used to just eat when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm bored, when I'm frustrated, when I'm anxious, when I'm depressed, like literally I was eating all the time for every emotion because I have a really hard time breaking the connection of emotion to my food. And so with that being said, a lot of times in the past, I would tell myself that I could never stop eating a certain way because it just seemed like something that was so unattainable. Like I crave this. How could I not eat it for the rest of this week or something? Because I'm going to like freak out with with all the craving I'm having for it, you know? Um, But then when I actually applied myself to tweaking my nutrition and making healthier swaps with my food, I learned after like a week or two of doing it that I didn't even crave those foods anymore. Now looking back, like if I were to even take a sip of soda, which I was still drinking when I started my journey, I would like make a disgusted face and probably want to spit it out because now my body is just like, what is that? And it typically leaves me feeling like crap. But at the time it felt like something that I could never get rid of. Like I really just loved a nice cold freaking Pepsi on a hot warm day. And if anyone told me that I would not want one in the future, I would have laughed. But now if someone were to offer me a soda, I'm like, uh, no, thank you. I had to get uncomfortable and I had to do it long enough to see a result before it became something that was easier for me to maintain. Um, so getting uncomfortable is so essential. So if you're one of those people that's sitting back and you're like, no, I can't, you know, start this health and fitness journey because I'm, I'm not in, I'm not in good enough shape to work out. A lot of people actually think that about themselves. You're not going to get into better shape unless you, you press play on that workout or you go out for that walk or you go on that that's uh 
what was I going to say, walk, run or jog. Um, you know, you're never going to know until you try. And even if your first workout is only three minutes long, that's better than not working out at all. Right. And then the next time, four minutes and then the next time 10 minutes and then the next time 15 minutes and then all of a sudden you're going to be doing an hour workout a day and you're not even going to remember what it felt like to be difficult um that is how you create new habits is by re- getting outside of your comfort zone and trying new things with intention with a goal in mind okay the third recommendation is and i want you to get a pen and paper so if you need to pause this pause it go get a pen and paper because i want you to write this down 10 times okay 10 times. I did not stutter. Okay. Do not skip nutrition. (laughs) Do not skip nutrition. Put it on repeat for the next hour. I cannot tell you how many people in my accountability group, and typically that's all I have right now. I'm not with gyms closed down. I don't have any personal training clients currently, but even my personal training clients before the pandemic, um, so many of them are either unwilling or unmotivated to commit to changing their nutrition. And I'm going to talk a little bit specifically about my coaching clients because as a team Beachbody coach, we have a couple of different meal plans um, that we follow as a whole that are really specific to different needs for the individual customer. So say, for example, if you're somebody that needs something very structured or if you're somebody that needs something flexible, there's two different main programs that we use. So anytime one of my customers signs up, they get the tools that they need to start their journey. And a lot of the product materials that are included are nutrition guides and nutritional tools that will teach you literally how to completely change your nutrition for the better in a way that's realistic, maintainable, and that will be providing you with results long-term, results that you can keep, results that you can be proud of. Um, We actually don't diet in my community. And I want to tell you right now, dieting is not the answer. When I say do not skip your nutrition, I don't mean go on a crash diet. Diets don't work. I personally am not a fan of them um, because they're not something that you can maintain long term. There's a bunch of diets out there, the South Beach diet, the Mediterranean diet, the no carb diet, the keto diet. There's so many different ones. And that's not to say that at different stages in your journey, some of those um, ideas don't work for you. But the idea of just changing your nutrition as a lifestyle and as a whole instead of a diet where you're asked to do something like completely eliminate carbs or completely eliminate fruit or whatever, that's not maintainable long-term. And you run the risk when you're doing something that's not maintainable long-term to rebounding and going back to the behaviors that you were trying to avoid and then you can regress in regard to your results. So when I say do not skip your nutrition, I mean um, commit to changing your lifestyle in the kitchen. And so many people struggle with this, as what I was saying before with my clients. I've noticed that it's something where a lot of people will say, well, I'm working out, so why am I not seeing the results? And then I'll ask them, you know, well, what about the nutrition? And they're like, well, yeah, I'm eating healthy. And I'll say, "Are are you following the plan? And so many of them just kind of don't have an answer and it's because and I know it's it's because it's hard and it's challenging it's outside your comfort zone Um, but the truth is is that 80% of your results when it comes to losing weight or gaining weight or gaining muscle um, just for 
the sake of keeping this flowing, I'm just going to say losing weight. I understand that not everybody on here is trying to lose weight, but you know what I mean, whatever your goal is. But to say when you're losing weight, it's 80% of your results, guys. So if you're doing a workout, but you're not committing to your nutrition in the sense that you have a structured plan that you're following where you know that you're getting all of your macronutrients in, your proteins, your carbs, and your healthy fats, and your fruits and veggies, um, if you're not making sure that you're getting a wide variety of all of those things, then yes, you might be eating healthy foods, but you might not eating be eating for your goals. I cannot tell you how many times I'll ask somebody, okay, you're eating healthy, so what are you eating? If you're not following the plan, what are you eating? And they might come back and say, well, I'm eating like whole grain cereal for breakfast, and then I'm eating a whole grain bread sandwich for lunch, and then I'm eating whole wheat pasta for dinner, and I can come back and say, wow, those are healthier choices, but you're eating all the same macronutrient. You're eating all carbs. And when you're eating all carbs, that's not going to help you to lose weight. So it's important to commit to a nutrition plan that is not only specific to your needs and that clear cut goal that you made at the beginning when you started and when you committed, but also something that is maintainable and sustainable long term. Something that you can say a year from now, I could still be doing this and I could still be feeling great and not feeling de- deprived. I would never recommend somebody cutting out a food group in my community or any of my clients. I would never tell someone that they can't ever have ice cream. That's not maintainable. But to commit to learning how to overcome the struggles that you face in the kitchen and retraining your body to feel a certain way like I did with my emotional eating. If you give your body junk, your body is going to crave junk. If you're giving your body vegetables, eventually your body's going to crave vegetables. So whatever you're willing to get outside of your comfort zone and commit to when it comes to your nutrition, your body is going to follow suit. And I think it's really important to know too that you know, when you work out, you can literally ruin your workout within five or 10 minutes of uh, one meal. So you can go work out for an hour and then you can have one meal five minutes later that completely zeroes out your results. Because really essentially what what it comes down to when it comes to losing weight is having a calorie deficit. So you want to make sure that you're not using your workout as an excuse to eat whatever it is that you want or that you feel like. I know a lot of people will say, well, I really want this and I worked out today, so I guess I can have it. I'll burn it off. Just because you did a workout doesn't mean that you worked out hard enough or long enough to burn that off. It doesn't work that way and that's a really bad habit to get into. So commit to a program that is realistic, maintainable, and that allows you to feel like a human. Um, The programs that we follow in my community, like I said, they allow for you to have a treat within one or two time slots a week. Um, You're allowed to eat bread. You're allowed to eat carbs, but in a way that you appreciate them in moderation. You need to get into an environment that supports that idea that you can be a human and still get results. And it's definitely possible. Um, because that's what I do. I eat in moderation. I still have treats sometimes. I still have pizza sometimes, but I continuously progress towards the goal at hand because I'm committed to getting back to the plan right after I have that treat meal. And I'm committed to working out regularly and understanding the science behind it. And that's the benefit of a lot of these meal plans that I offer with my community is that they explain what you're doing and why you're doing it so that you can learn how to do it so that for the next decade 
of your life, you can continue doing it and still feel like it's maintainable long term. That is so important. You cannot skip the nutrition. You cannot just get results by working out and eating whatever you want. That doesn't work and I definitely don't over or I don't recommend over exercising to compensate for your nutrition. Sit yourself down, look in the mirror and face your fears about nutrition. You're you're right. Food might rule your life right now. You might be an emotional eater. You might be addicted to food and that's a very real thing and a very real feeling and there's no there's no telling you that it's going to be easy to fix but I can tell you that you can fix it you just have to make that decision like I said to set a goal that's measurable and to get outside of your comfort zone and also if it's something that you feel like you've tried and failed at numerous times get help from someone like a coach like me okay and then the last one kind of um meshes all of these things together but my last recommendation is completely just say peace out to the idea of instant gratification. I cannot tell you how much it irks me. And I'm sorry if you are one of these people, there is no um, judging. I, I don't judge others, but it just irks me when other people are looking for a quick fix, like to take some magic pill that helps them to lose weight in a week or something. That is just beyond unhealthy and unmaintainable. Like why would you ever want a quick result that you end up going completely backwards and regressing a week later. Like why would you, there's so many people that just want results now. And I just, I really encourage you to to just eliminate that whole idea from your mind and recommit yourself to the idea of, I want to be healthy long-term. I want to have a healthy life. I want to be able to get results and keep them for the rest of my life. That is possible. It's not all about just getting results now. And I know that that concept and that idea could be really difficult to accept, especially in the moment when maybe you're a little bit regretful from your past year's decisions and you know that you have a really important event coming up and you wish that you hadn't neglected your goals for so long. Listen, sis, there's nothing you can do about that. There's no like benefit to stressing yourself out or guilting yourself into those feelings. Just kind of embrace where you are right now and have the confidence in knowing that you're going somewhere better. You're getting better every day. You're getting stronger every day and just keep staying on the course. I feel like so many people, when they hear that it might take like a year to achieve their goal, then they're not willing to commit, which blows my mind because it's like, if you're not willing to commit just because it might take a year, what is it going to look like in your life five years from now? Are you going to be in the same place or worse? Wouldn't you so much rather take a year to dedicate to being selfish and taking care of yourself and reaching your goal, a goal that you can learn how to maintain for the rest of your life than to never achieve it at all? Get rid of that mentality. Get rid of that mindset that you have to have something now um, in order to be successful. You can have something a year from now and work towards it and become the best version of yourself that you literally never even thought was possible in the process. There's so much good that comes out of getting uncomfortable and changing your perception of what is what defines you as a person. You may be a quitter. You may be an emotional eater. You may be someone that doesn't have enough time, but change those things about your life. Change those things about yourself and the things that you tell yourself. Like I said in the beginning, what you tell yourself, you're going to believe. If you tell yourself that you're an emotional eater and you, and you, uh, 
associate yourself with that idea, then you're right. Then you are an emotional eater and you'll be an emotional eater for the rest of your life. And if that's what you really want, then okay. But I know that's not what you want. I know that you have goals for yourself. I know that you want to feel better. I, I know you want to feel confident. I know you want to, you want to know what it's like to not rely so heavily on something. I get it. I used to really heavily rely on food and I completely changed that and now I'm able to be very moderate with my overindulging and almost to the point that my husband makes fun of me it's actually comical like I used to be such a sweet treat eater like literally every day I had to have a sweet treat in addition to the whole soda thing um the soda thing was a lot longer ago the sweet thing was something that I struggled with even just a couple of years ago and I had to have a sweet sweet treat every single night after dinner and when I started my journey I basically like tried and failed so many times because I wasn't willing to change that after dinner sweet treat but now like after going through the program and committing long term and committing to my nutrition which was like a huge thing and just learning how to appreciate treats and stuff in moderation now it's like funny if I get a cookie, I might take a bite of it and be good and like make that cookie last for like five days. Like I might have like a little piece of it with my snack at night and my husband makes fun of me and he's just like, really, really? And I'm like, well, I don't need it anymore. I appreciate it in moderation. And it's just, it's crazy to think how much I've changed in that way, but it's because I was willing to believe that I, that I could be different. It, it, it was because I was willing to disassociate that identity and just like not put so put so much onus into it like thinking that oh i'm like a sweet treat eater so i'm like never going to stop loving sugar having that mindset that i couldn't do it i stopped allowing that to control me and i instead told myself i'm not going to use this as a crutch for the rest of my life i'm going to get uncomfortable and yeah it's going to be hard and i might cheat a couple of times I'm I'm a, I'm a human being I'm not perfect I'm not a robot can't just press a button it doesn't happen overnight and there are a lot of times that I regressed in my journey a little bit and went back to my old habits but then every time I did guess what it felt horrible I, I stopped enjoying it and I enjoyed so much more getting results and feeling good and being proud of myself and that's that's the key here you guys when you are committing to your journey and that's the beauty of the journey. That's the beauty of letting go of instant gratification is in the process, you become different. And the things that once brought you joy are things that you just can't even imagine doing anymore, like overindulging or like having an extra large ice cream because it's the first day of the season. Maybe you don't even want an ice cream anymore. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you do want an ice cream and you have the biggest one that you've ever had, but then the next day you're ready to go back on track. You can make these decisions if you work hard and you're willing to get uncomfortable. Um, so I'm going to leave you with that, but I just wanted to say that as I mentioned in the beginning, I am super passionate about this. It is my career, my love of my life to help other people um, to get better and to get outside of their comfort zone. So if you are somebody that is residing in the United States, Canada, or the UK, and you're listening to this and you're like, wow, this all makes sense. It clicks. I would really like some extra support on my journey. I run online accountability groups that are offered to anyone residing in those countries. So if you are someone that's listening and you want some help on your journey, please feel free to reach out to me. My handle on Instagram is Janelle underscore N underscore Petrosino, P-E-T-R-O-S-I-N-O. And you can also find me on Facebook or whatever is easier 
my email um, is connected to my Instagram. So whatever way is best, but just reach out and just let me know that you're struggling. I'm here to help. And if any of this resonates and you just want to talk about it or you want to ask questions, please feel free to reach out. But you literally as much as it's hard to hear this, you have to put in the work. If you want something to change in your life, it's not going to change by you just waiting and waiting for it to fall into your lap. You have to get outside of yourself and your excuses and go put in the work and earn it. But I can promise you that it's going to be so worth it in the end and you're never ever going to regret doing that and you're going to become the strongest, most, my favorite word here, warrior-esque person that you ever even imagined for yourself. I believe in you and I hope that you believe in yourself too. Thanks for tuning in you guys.